Money FM 89.3, best of drive time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. Money of M89.3. It is drive time. Elliot Danka, Timothy Go, and Tua Tian Tian in with you till 7 p.m. We're bringing, bringing back uh, this old classic segment called In the Spotlight, Tim. It is the easiest to use in a sentence. In the Spotlight. How digital transformation is redesigning trade finance. I like it. It's also uh, reduced reliance on paper-based and manual processes. It helps improve uh, customer experience as well. That's right. Of course, is the trend going towards uh, digitizing documentary trade finance instrument. Of course, it's all not new, but throughout the last decade, a lot of financial institutions launch initiatives to automate trade finance transactions. But there will be some people who would say that this transition to digital has some what been slow has been a bit lagging. Let's try and find out a little bit more about it. Uh, on the line with us this evening is Samir Ni, who is the founder of DT Ledgers. Samir, a good evening. How are you? Hey, good evening, mate. Let's try and understand trade finance. Uh, help us to define this term a little bit better. The trade finance is more about like exports and imports and how each company's debts and uh, they need financing from the banks. And the banks come in to finance the goods, you know, which uh, is uh, exported and imported across different countries around the world. And the total uh, financial terms is around 80% of almost 19 trillion worth of goods, you know, which is being transported between the countries. So what are the challenges then that you're looking at by trade finance? The whole set of challenges revolves around supply chain, you know, Mm -hmm. so... It, it, uh, it, in the imports and exports, it's mostly for consumption or for direct manufacturing purposes. So we, you know, we have seen during the COVID times, you know, quite a lot of uh, disruptions which happens, inefficiencies, you know, which arises as a part of uh, supply chains not mm-hmm. matching up for these organizations around the world. And uh, the financing which goes into these also gets into these disruptions. And we, 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 you know, we found around eight billion worth of you know trade finance frauds in Singapore, mm-hmm. you know, in, in 2020. And you know, so we have seen banks moving out of this arena completely, you know, which takes out the financing opportunities for smaller SMEs and MSME companies around the world. You know, so and this uh, this happens, uh, you know, like a cyclical mode. You know, and with Chinese trade situations today, you know, there is much more disruptions which happens on supply chain side. Mm. So maybe case study it for us, Samir. Uh, using technology to sort of overcome these challenges that you were just describing? Um, You know, today the markets, if you look at large enterprises, are looking for logistics orchestration between multiple parties so that disruptions can be minimized. So the traditional technologies had always been optimization of internal resources, you know, which has been kept, and all digitization budgets have gone towards that. So when the orchestration post-COVID and today's world, you know, if you look at it, these companies wanted to make sure that, you know, the goods are at the right places at the right time, and if it's not, you know, what actions could be taken so that there is no disruptions with respect to it. So technologies like blockchain, AI, you know, machine learning on a larger scale, you know, reduce these risks, you know, in the supply chain, thus, you know, the, you know, also the fraud, you know, which could happen Mm -hmm. as a part of disruptions in the process. So the rise of digital platforms and the ecosystems for trade financing is a result of supply chain disruptions, and it's quite a lot which we see around the world. All right, so describe to us then how blockchain technology can make trade finance more inclusive. 
Digital transformations is revolutionizing trade finance around the world. The key in, when you say digital, going digital in terms of is with respect to supply chain. So the supply chain, you know, you'll find a set of new technologies uh, and processes which improve efficiencies and reduce cost, enhance security. You know, here are a few, you know, digital transformation, uh, you know, which is redesigning the trade finance. If you look at supply chains, the traditional supply chains used to be point to point, and it has moved from orchestrations these days, you know, for multiple parties to come together in terms of a supply chain transaction. You know, so how that could be addressed? The traditional systems was mostly about individual optimization. The new world is more about our orchestration of multi party mm-hmm. which come in terms of you know automating digitizing those processes so it's more consortia driven it's more collaboration and that's where blockchain comes into play and our platform comes into play in, you know similarly you know some of the platforms on enterprises which helps large organizations and also banks to make sure there is tamper proof transactions which are extremely secure for them to you know do the flow of goods and flow of money and you know the flow of contracts and the flow of documents Interesting you bring that up because it then comes in the question, right? Two areas that worry me. Uh, one is sufficient training um, or skills. Two, does this mean, is this a bigger conversation or a bigger base case for more regulation then? I think the banks and the financing forces have, are under the regulatory and compliance frameworks. But digitization as such addresses the lack of standardization, you know, which we see as a challenge when companies come in and look forward to orchestrate their logistics frameworks. Complexity and inefficiencies, you know, which exist within that framework, like traditional trade finance processes, are often very time-consuming and involve multiple intermediaries like shipment, tracking, logistics. There is an exporter, there is an importer, there is an export bank, there is an import bank. And around maybe 50 to 60 documents are being interchanged between these parties as a part of one export of maybe 100 kilograms of sugar from point A to point B. So, you know, how could you automate that process and how could you streamline those processes, you know, which can finally determine the amount of financing which you can authenticate, you know, and get out of these banks. So if we take out the fraud and the security risk, you know, which could happen, the financing could flow towards these trade much more seamlessly, you know. So that's the point which we all are addressing to make sure that these transactions, you know, how secure, how you know, how easy, how, you know, how they could transact the documents more digitally so that they get more visibility in terms of the transactions which happens on the supply chain side. And, uh, you know, that's where most of the technology is focused on today. All right, uh, Samir, thank you very much for sharing your insights with us. Samir Neji is founder of DLT Ledgers here on Drive Time. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.